Hey, Prime members, you can listen to the CBS News Roundup ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the app today. This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you can have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. Chanting, looting, and shooting. They started throwing things. They started looting. Protesters targeted for Trump photo op. He sanctioned the use of tear gas to clear the church guard. Floyd brother calls for calm. Do this peacefully, please. Good morning. I'm Steve Kathan in northern New Jersey with the CBS World News Roundup. Protesters and looters ruled the night in many major cities. From Indianapolis to Dallas in St. Louis after a peaceful protest, hundreds began throwing rocks and looting and four police officers were shot and wounded. An emotional police chief, John Hayden. Thank God they're alive. But I, I, you, you, can we make some sense out of this? He called the situation horrible. In Las Vegas, a police officer was shot and wounded, and a second shooting in that city was reported. All this chaos unfolding just hours after turmoil in Washington, D.C. CBS's Ouija Jang says President Trump threatened to use the military, berated governors, and staged a church front photo op. I am your president of law and order. President Trump tried to convince the country the rule of law could calm and control tensions. If a city or state refuses to take the actions that are necessary to defend the life and property, then I will quickly solve the problem for them. As the president spoke, military police and other law enforcement officials used tear gas and pepper spray to force out peaceful protesters in Lafayette Park. If this doesn't show people what they want to do to us, that they just want to install fear in people, then I don't know what it's going to show people. Once the area was clear, Mr. Trump left the White House on foot, walking to the historic St. John's Church, where he held up a Bible before cameras. Church leaders condemned the visit, accusing President Trump of acting like a dictator to stage a photo op on sacred ground. Let me be clear, the president just used a Bible and one of the churches of my diocese without permission as a backdrop for a message antithetical to the teachings of Jesus and everything that our churches stand for. Correspondent David Begno says New York City plans to start a curfew tonight three hours earlier after a night of destruction. Social media video taken early this morning shows a black sedan hitting a New York City police officer in the Bronx and then taking off. The officer was responding to reports of a break-in. He was rushed to the hospital in serious condition. In Midtown Manhattan, the looters moved in mobs. In nearby Brooklyn, peaceful demonstrations. Crowds marched in defiance of the citywide curfew order, at times listening to music. 
Naraya Hargrove is 14 years old. This is very important because if we just stop, then they'll think it's okay. But we have to keep fighting for our rights. Back in Manhattan, just hours earlier, a similar calm scene that stretched for miles. Jessica Thiesmeyer is a doctor. We need to make sure everybody knows that this isn't just an issue for people of color or our black fellow Americans. This is a human issue. This is a human rights issue. This when things started to get tense early on, Chief Terrence Monahan stepped in. He's the highest-ranking uniformed officer in the NYPD, and he single-handedly de-escalated the situation. We all know Minnesota was wrong. This is our city. This is our city. Protesters asked him to kneel with them. He did, and hugged some of them, too. This is Steve Futterman in Los Angeles. Here in L.A., there was, again, some violence, but far less than we saw this weekend. A pharmacy was attacked by looters. They come, they come get their medication. You know, a lot of them on Medicare, a lot of older people. This is it's not right. It's just not right. In Buffalo, an SUV slammed through a cluster of officers. At least two were injured. And in Louisville, that city's police chief was fired. After a police shooting on Sunday, they killed a popular African-American restaurant owner. Now to Minneapolis, where all the unrest began a week ago with the death of George Floyd in police custody. His death has been ruled a homicide in two separate autopsies that cite different causes. One was carried out by experts hired by Floyd's family. Here's CBS's Jeff Pegues. Hundreds of protesters gathered for a moment of unity and reflection. For several minutes, they kneeled in silence. I just want to hear this again. What's his name? That's Floyd's brother, Terrence, calling for an end to violence and looting. It was the first time any of Floyd's family members visited the site where he died. If I'm not over here messing up my community, come on. What are y'all doing? Because that's not going to bring my brother back at all. Yesterday, the family released the results of its independent autopsy report, which found Floyd died of asphyxiation caused by three officers kneeling on his back and neck, cutting off the flow of blood to his brain and air to his lungs. There will be a social media blackout in the music community today to honor the memory of George Floyd. Black Lives Matter! The music industry is billing this Blackout Tuesday with the hashtag, the show must be paused. Beyonce is among the supporters. If you're white, black, brown, or anything in between, I'm sure you feel hopeless by the racism going on in America right now. Columbia Records, Universal, Warner, Sony, and others declaring this a day to disconnect from work and reconnect with the community to provoke accountability and change. Deborah Rodriguez, CBS News. Michigan Governor Gretchen Whitmer has lifted that state's nearly 10-week-old stay-at-home order. Restaurants can open to serve dine-in customers next week. Limits will be eased on outdoor gatherings and for retailers, too. Michigan had been home to some of the most vocal anti-shutdown protests. In the early weeks of the pandemic, it seemed everyone was watching the Netflix docuseries Tiger King. Now, a judge in Oklahoma has given control of the zoo once owned by the now imprisoned man known as Joe Exotic to his rival, Carol Baskin. The court order says all zoo animals must be removed from the 16-acre property when it changes hands. All's going well for the two American astronauts launched to the space station on Saturday, but it's not clear how long they'll stay there. Of all the astronauts who've gone there, Doug and I have maybe the most uncertainty. Bob Bankin and Doug Hurley could stay for weeks or months to help Station Commander Chris Cassidy. Until Sunday, he was the only American on board. 
Bankin says they've set up Dragon as a lifeboat. They'll test all of its systems to see how it performs during its extended stay. Every crew won't need to do that sort of an evaluation, but since it's the first flight, we really are putting her through her paces. If all goes well, SpaceX hopes to launch the first operational mission in late August. Peter King, CBS News, Orlando. The Census Bureau says it's reached its predicted goal for households answering the 2020 census. The self-response rate is put at just over 60 percent. A door-to-door effort is expected to launch in August. That's the World News Roundup. I'm Steve Kathan, CBS News. If you like CBS News Roundup, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at Wondery.com survey. Hi, this is Jill Schlesinger, CBS News business analyst, certified financial planner, and host of the Money Watch podcast. This is the show where your money is not scary and it's not boring. It is a show that's all about you. It's your questions that make it possible for me to provide unconventional and entertaining insights on your money and maybe more importantly, on your life. I'm going to be your financial coach, someone who brings common sense and an insider's perspective on how to manage your money and your emotions. And I promise we are going to have a little bit of fun along the way. Have a question from retirement to career changes to college funding? Just send us an email at askjill at jillonmoney.com. Follow Money Watch wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen ad-free on the Amazon Music or Wondery app. The Hargan women seem to have it all. From the outside looking in, we were blessed. My mom was amazing. But as detectives would soon learn, there was a lot going on inside the Hargan household. Ashley and I have been calling my mom and the house and Helen. No one's answering. 63-year-old Pamela Hargan gunned down in her own home. Her youngest daughter, Helen, lay dead upstairs. Patrol, when they arrived, assumed or thought that there might have been a murder-suicide. But for the detectives on the scene... There were things about the scene itself that were concerning to us on day one. Who would want to kill their mother and their little sister? There is no boogeyman here. It is exactly who we think it is. I'm Peter Vance Sat from 48 Hours. This is Blood is Thicker, the Hargan Family Killings. Listen to Blood is Thicker, the Hargan Family Killings, wherever you get your podcasts.